Good day to you. Welcome to the Path to Zion podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way together. Thank you for tuning in today. Glad to have you along. I'm just stirred as I drive right now. I'm going to a prayer meeting, a gathering, where the whole focus is to meet together, gather in humility, cry out to the Lord, save us, deliver us, rescue us, make your name great amongst your people. And I'm telling you, I'm just I'm just ready to go. I'm driving down early, hoping to have some time studying some more stuff that I've been looking at looking at today at the house. Hear the word of the testimony out of someone else's mouth. Share a little bit of mine. I'm going to have to try real hard to not go down the the road of what I've been studying because it I'm trying to get it finished in a very precise form in the sense of sticking to a topic and it's going to be hard for me to not land there. I'll just have to say that now. It's going to be very hard for me to not gravitate towards that because it's just at the forefront of my mind, my heart, my emotions, my imagination. And so I'll probably snuggle up real close to it and in in a sense I'll probably breeze along the edge here of that topic. But as of right now, just this second, I just wanted to turn this on and just magnify the Lord. You know, I remember, obviously I remember it wasn't long ago, in our immersion, our baptism, last fall, I just remember so clearly Standing in the water, about chest deep, a beautiful mountain stream. If you haven't heard our testimony, it's on here. It's on the podcast from last September. You can go listen to it right now should you want to. But I remember clearly standing there in that deep water and that beautiful mountain stream. And I just remember lifting my arms. And just repeating, be magnified, be glorified, be magnified, be glorified. And I'll just be honest, I I have done that most every day since then. It's very interesting. Can't say I like deliberately said I promise to do this every day for the rest of my life. But for whatever reason, that's something that just really stuck with me. So most every morning that I get up and go to my basement or I go outside to pray, that's how I start. It's very significant to me. It's very meaningful. I lift my arms. I raise my hands as high as I can get them. And I say, be magnified. Be glorified. And I just repeat that. Because you know what? I I find in my life, in my ups and downs, in my strengths and my weaknesses, 
in my seasons that I would deem awesome and seasons seasons that I would deem very hard. It's a consistency I've finally found in my spiritual journey of rightly acknowledging my place and exalting eternal Yahweh God to His in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit that is alive, regenerated, a new creation in the bloodline of Yeshua Messiah, who now indwells me, and can we not say the Holy Spirit within us longs to be within a vessel that declares the glory of God from our mouth, by our will, by choice, not mere emotion, Not a feeling when we feel like it and we're quiet when we don't or we curse when we don't. But what's the word of God tell us? Bless the Lord at all times. Bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth continually all times friends we need to apply these things that we read and that we know and that we say are true we need to labor to make sure that they're in fact true for us individually for our households established for that pattern to be instilled into our children our grandchildren our spouses anyone that we might have any ounce of influence towards in our life. I want to be known as a man who blesses the Lord at all times and walks aware of the awesome gift that I can know God. The Elohim of Elohims. The God of all gods. The God of Israel. The eternal King of kings. The absolute authority, creator of all things. This one true God, Yahweh. I know Him. (sighs) We should never get to a point in our life where this does not shake us to the foundation of who we are. And I know my message is always the same, which is crying out to the church who I I am just still convinced in most cases has just forgotten her first love. It's a valid question to present. Well, has the wide way majority church ever really known God? Is it really her is it really the bride of Christ? Is the capital C church really betrothed to the king? I don't know. How can we know? We can say by fruit, we can say by ones who love him. 
who have the word of their testimony, who live according to his commands. Yeshua made it very clear, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's pretty clear, friends. So I don't know. I ask myself that a lot. And I always throw myself into the mix, which is very important for the church to do. Any one of us, prophet, evangelist, teacher, speaker, blogger, podcaster, missionary, call yourself what you will, whatever function or role any one of us has, that's well and good. But as we're addressing the church and her condition, friends, we've got to jump in the pool. And we've got to take a good hard look at ourselves. Am I betrothed to the king? And if I am, my life will signify that. It will be clear. I will be distinct. I will be marked. I will be chased. I will have eyes for him only. My heart will be captivated by him towards him and be unto him. What's that hymn say? The things of earth will grow strangely dim. Man, I remember speaking about that 15 years ago when I came home from from the weekend that just changed my life forever where I, where I truly encountered God in a way I never had before and surrendered my life in wholeness. A literal abandonment of my will. I, I went up into the side of the sun that weekend and I came out a new creation. I came out empowered, regenerated. For me, clothed with power from on high <laughs> that weekend. And I remember thinking of that hymn the weeks that followed that. I was so transformed and so changed. Literally, by the time I got out a couple weeks later to um, return to normal life, <laughs> normal, everything was just odd. Going to Walmart was different. Seeing my wife and looking into her eyes was different. My thinking, my cravings. My commitments. My allegiance had changed. I had gone into this event hard hard-hearted, cold, stiff-necked, selfish, prideful, arrogant, and Christian. <laughs> I had been a youth pastor off and on for years. Cold as ice. But the Lord touched me, He changed me, He visited me, He encountered me. I had an encounter with the living God and it changed my life forever. And everything literally grew strangely dim. And friends, as I just shared about two days ago in the last episode here, this should be continual. 
we should look increasingly more and more odd as we are sanctified into the image and likeness of the Son. It should be ongoing and increasing. And my heart is just full today. Admittedly, I've just been so quiet, and I don't know if it's because we're almost to Shavuot. Pentecost is almost here. I feel something in me stirring. And over the last 21 days, I've just not felt much as a whole. I've not been feeling much, which is odd for me. I'm a feeler. I feel everything. (laughs) If you are like me and you're a feeler, it's exhausting to be a feeler because you feel it all. Everything lands on you and, and, and touches you in some way. A feeler. And so when, when a feeler doesn't feel, especially as a believer in Messiah, a follower of Yeshua, man, he used to send me into panic mode. I did something wrong. God's distant. What happened? Where are you? Thankfully, that's old news. We all mature. (laughs) Thankfully, we do mature, right? But I still don't like it. I still don't like the awkward silence. But I've been enduring. I could have done more. I could be doing more. We could always all be doing more. But I've been seeking His face. I've been studying to show myself approved. I've been praying with my family. I've been posturing myself in faith and expectancy of something that's before us. And embracing the now. Which is where we always are, of course. We're in the now and we're in the not yet. It's where we live. But I'm just beginning today... I felt something change this morning in my prayer time. In faith at that point, I'm like, God, I'm believing something's beginning to turn today. And even right now as I say that, I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in my spiritual man. I sense something. And listen, y'all, I'm just like you. I'm skeptical. I believe, but I have still yet unbelief. My faith is nowhere near where I wish it was. But I'm just finding more and more over the last couple of years specifically, the unction of the Holy Spirit of God within me do something beside me. Something I dare say passive. A response, a fruit, if you will, of desiring in my heart and then looking like something on the outside of being set apart, consecrated, holy, separate and distinct. Clean hands. I will not look upon an idol. I'm not going to carry one in my heart. I'm not going to have other lovers. I'm not going to have... Other husbands, I'm yours, O God. 
to the best I know how today. And when you reveal something to me, hey, open-handed I come, here it is, have that too. Set. The posture of heart, of surrender, that when something comes, when the revelation of something comes through the conviction of the Holy Spirit in my life, hey, okay, here it is, God, I confess. I acknowledge that this is in me. I see that you have illuminated, highlighted something in me, and hey, I don't want any part of it. If it keeps me from you, let it go. Good, bad, and different, it doesn't matter. It's got to go. And so back to where I started. May he be magnified and glorified. Friends, in this age of just chaos and strangeness, so many people just take to Facebook and just who knows what kind of media. Facebook's the only one I see, praise the Lord. And like the last three weeks, man, it's not like I'm fasting that too or like I'm just deliberately not going to Facebook. You know what? I just don't care. I don't care. I don't care what the president says about a vaccine. I don't care what CNN and Fox News says about whether I should wear a mask or not. I don't care about any of that nonsense right now. It's just worldly chatter. And if I'm dialed into what the Spirit is saying, will I be left ignorant? Will I be left taken advantage of if every day and then every moment within that day to the best of my present ability I'm leaning into what the Spirit is saying? Is the Spirit of God going to leave me out and ignorant and taken advantage of? No. I believe it elevates us. Not in pride. Not in I'm better than you. I believe it elevates us above this natural realm understanding where the principalities and powers rule and reign this earth and the patterns therein. I think there's a higher level of operation for us to walk in as redeemed Christmen, fueled by the Holy Spirit, discerning what we see, what we hear, Hearing what the Lord is saying, what the Spirit is declaring in this hour to His people and to humanity at large. I think part of the be magnified, be glorified, exaltation of Yahweh God helps us be focused, be distinct in our minds, single-minded. My mind is stayed upon Him. Not on culture, not on current events, not on viruses and vaccines, not on the economy, not on stimulus checks, not on the, the elections. My mind is stayed upon the Lord. And when I magnify Him, when I glorify Him, when I meditate upon His attributes and His goodness and His kindness and His, His correction, His favor, His teaching, I believe I see clearly. I believe I'm, I'm at least 
set up to rightly see, to rightly discern what I see and rightly discern what I hear. There's nowhere to go where you're not going to see and hear what's going on in the world. It's impossible. Especially if you believe you're supposed to be out and about amongst the brethren. And in the world. It's inevitable. So my question is, can we rightly handle what we hear and see? I don't know. Often I don't know that I can. So my solution? Father, I'm set on you. I'm dialed into you. I'm going to try to make it a habit to glorify your name throughout my day. To magnify your name. To exalt you among the nations. To declare your glory. To tell of your goodness in the midst of the congregation. I want to do that more and more. I want my life to be a worshiper of the King. Man, I would love to be branded like that. Do I want to be a great teacher, speaker, orator? Yes, I do. I do. I would do it all day long. I would literally speak all day long if I could. Expanding. Elevating. In my best humble efforts, explaining the Word of God all day long and talking about spiritual things. Man, I would love to do that. But deep down in my heart, in my, in, in my heart's desire for a reputation, I want to be the guy who someone could look at and say, that guy is infatuated with the king. He's humble? Yes, amen. He's, he's all these things that all of us strive to be in Messiah. Yes, there's attributes. There has to be. There should be. There, it has to look like something. But what if our main brand, our main identifier, our main attribute is that guy is all about glorifying the king. His life is like a banner unto Yahweh God. I want that so bad. I want my life to be consumed with spiritual things. But guess what? It's not. It's not. I'm still too prone to gratify this nature, this old man nature, this flesh and bone body. So we press on. 
with intent, with soberness, training ourselves, training to glorify the King of Kings. Deliberately magnifying His name. Telling of His kindness. Telling of His awesome attributes. The word of our testimony. So friends, let's, let's let the world and let the wide way church see some people who want to be all about the king's business and all about he himself. Don't look at me, look at him. Don't look to me, look to him. Look to him, look to him. He's awesome. He's perfect. He's flawless. He's powerful. The list is endless. Friends, first and foremost, do you know this Yahweh, one true God? Do you know Him? I mean for real now. Do you know Him? If you know Him, are you living for Him or are you just acting like a fool? I'm just being honest. Are you just going to church and reading your Bible a couple times a week? Or are you intimately acquainted with the Heavenly Father, are you different? Are you clean? Are you whole? Are you well? Not are you perfect, but are you well? Are you full of joy, purpose, calling, direction? These things can be found when we give our lives towards them and hold nothing back. This hour, I'm telling you, and then we're going to be done. This hour, I'm telling you, there's a call coming out for anyone to listen that is willing to be abandoned and just say, you know what? I don't care. I just don't care anymore about myself. I don't care about my reputation I don't care about my image. I don't care about my doctrine. I don't care about all these things that I have leaned upon, my abilities, my, my disabilities. Excuses or prideful confidence. You know what? It all goes out. I just want to know the Father. I just want to know Him. Everything else, it's got to come second. If the church would do this, revival would come. If the church would throw themselves on the ground in humility and cry out for the one true God to reveal himself in whatever measure we can stand and tolerate without getting burned up, the church would be revived. So may it start with us. Let us start with you right now. Amen. Visit us at pathdesign.com. 
We've got listeners, man, popping up all over the place. I'm so stoked. I've got to start doing more episodes. Thank you for being patient. It's a weird season. I'm maybe, maybe here in a little bit, I'm going to start doing two or three a day and make up for lost time. I don't know. Go to YouTube. There's still some videos. I want to do a video soon, a live video. Just keep your eyes peeled to that one. Subscribe if you want to. Send us an email if you want anything to be prayed for in your life. Podcast at gmail.com is the way to do it. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes coming up soon. Amen.